One, two, one, two. Welcome to the One Night Your Podcast. We are happy to have you here in the building with us. One Night Your One People. Uh, set your watch parties. Share, share, share. Share if you care. We're going to have a great show today. Looking forward to you all tuning in. Share, share, share. Your headphones on stand. I'm gonna do the rock logic weather since he's not with us today, but he is. He is in the back shot. There you go. There he go. <laughs> it's 54 cloudy in New York City. All right, 54 and cloudy. Minute, ladies, y'all hear that? 54 and cloudy. So ways we're moving pretty good today because I don't drive. I let the big subway cars take me where I need to go, unless. I'm doing a car service, because I do those too. <laughs> I do it too. Do it too. All right, all right, all right. Put a little mic check. Mic check. Say hello. Say hello. One, two, one, two. Hey there. How are you? All right, Mike. Stan, you're not that close to the... I'm in now. I'm seeing. 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 I'm one night to one people. Let's go. All right, all right. Y'all got your notifications. Share, share, share. Stan is busy sharing. I'm sharing, sharing, sharing. I'm sharing. All right, all right. There we go. All right, all right, all right. We're about to get this started. One night to yes, one sir. people. Yes, yes, yes. Once now. again, check in. Let us know where you're from. And we're going to get this ball going. Y'all know how we normally do. Uh, we have two exciting guests in here today. You will hear from them shortly. Uh, we normally do how our week has went. So I'm going to jump into that right now on my week. So greetings all once again. Um, my week was busy and blessed. Monday, I attended a volunteer appreciation Zoom uh, with Prescription Homes. And uh, I have volunteered with them virtually. Uh, they had uh, two mazes. It was a maze in Brooklyn, and it was also in uh, Manhattan. And remember that homelessness is solvable. Y'all know y'all got to yes. mute your phones, everybody. Mute your phones. All right. Uh, Wednesday, I was elected to executive to the executive board of Community Board Eight. All right, yes, yes. All right. So I became one of their secretaries. My term starts in the new year. Yeah. So, 
Uh, and it was pretty cool. I came in second. It was four of us and um, two of them was incumbents. We unseated one of the incumbents with that said, but um, not too bad. Uh, we had two powerful resolutions passed that night. Right. Um, one was for the from the Parks Department, excuse me, Parks and Recreations Committee, subcommittee. And it was regarding the vigil with the actual vandalism. So we passed that. Right. And then the second one was regarding public housing and the healthy conditions in public housing. And that, I will say, and that's from the Social Justice Committee, which I co-chair. That is going to be a very powerful resolution. Once I get the hard copy of it, I'm going to make sure I share it widely. Uh, we have the Manhattan District Attorney present and the one coming in um, on that uh, resolution. We have the incoming mayor as well as the former mayor okay. and elected officials that cover, cover CB8. So it's a very powerful resolution and Great. hopefully we can get some results. That's right. That's right. That's right. On Thursday, I do the uh, teaching, as, as you know, um, 12 noon at the Isaac Center. I teach uh, bio writing, and that's going pretty good. And then on um, Thursday. Exactly is the um, Isaac Center? Okay, so the Isaac Center is on the Upper East Side of Manhattan. And um, everybody that know I live in Isaac houses, so it's in Isaac, yeah. Um, with that said, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, let me get back to <laughs> what I was saying. Uh, Thursday also, I, um, I, I'm in the Resident Leadership Academy. Right. And that is, uh, as I said with you, know, you all before, it's a cohort. This is the second cohort. And it's for public housing residents. It is a scholar, it's a scholarship program. Right. And I, I was Professor Coleman at night for the first part of the course, and what a class I would say. And we had, we have, a, we're in an organizing class. And with that said, we had Roger Flores to come in and do a oh, presentation wow. okay. regarding the hazardous, you know, of homes and you know how we're living and stuff like that. So it was a really good. Everybody loved it. It was a really good presentation from him. I mean, I literally had to tell him. It's okay, you can go because you know they were asking questions, but I didn't want to keep all of his time. He's there at the office and the scrubs, and he's still, you know, giving the information. Mm -hmm. So, um, and then I'm just gonna jump in. Um, yesterday we did we fed the people in the community on the campus of Holmes and Isaacs at our, our um courtyard, and um that was really good. We gave away a lot of food and we had bags of carrots, and you know, we do deliveries when we do it. We have five faith-based organizations that partner with us. And that was really good. And today marks uh, day number 463 Great. with uh, UES for BLM. You and, uh, yeah. So we still busy. That's um, UES for BLM. For those who don't know, it's up east side for Black Lives Matter. It's at Carl Schutz Park. That's on 86th Street and East End Avenue, right a, right a couple of feet from the mayor's mansion. Okay. And um, yeah, so that was my week. And I'm going to jump into Stan. Let me get you going. All right. Well, uh, definitely, I want to give a big shout out once again to the residents in Ravenswood. Uh, we had our meeting uh, last week, uh, very well attended. Uh, the meetings are definitely growing, uh, which is really good. We're going to have our next one on November 30th, you know, right after Thanksgiving. Uh, we devised a petition that we're going to um, have all the residents sign against the blueprint okay. and also calling for Greg Russ to be fired, you know, and we're going to actually um, deliver these petitions to the elected officials, you know, to let them know that Ravenswood residents do not want the blueprint, right, you know, right. and do not want rad any of that. So that's coming really good. And I'm really, again, proud of the way the, the residents themselves are taking leadership and stepping up and, and, and leading the fight themselves, which is what has to happen 
um, in order for us to win this fight. Um, it's good. It appears that we're going to be receiving some funding. Finally, the infrastructure bill appears to be um, about you know, about to be passed. And mute your phones. Uh, yeah, I your phone. I your phone. So now it's important that this money comes in quickly. We do not want um, a slow infusion of the capital. We need it to come. How I say? We want flush it, it flush in. in. We want the money right now as we have repair issues that are demanding um, repairs now. And uh, we don't want it uh, dragged out over a long period of time. We, and we also want to make sure that NYCHA residents are at the table when that money is being distributed. You know, NYCHA is a corrupt organization. <laughs> so $30 billion can go and disappear, you know, into thin air, you know, so and it's very important. Right. So we, we don't have all the money we need, but we have something to get started. So for all those organizations that have been in this fight for a while, uh, this is a, a small victory. You know, we still got a lot more work to be done. So this is not like we take a victory lap. You know, now we got to make sure this is implemented the right way. You know, make sure that we're at that table and we're not getting jerked and beat and, and we're more or less sold out. So the blueprint and rag can be defeated. I want all the residents who listen to this show to know that we can win this fight. You know, when we yeah. first started, we didn't think we was going to get this, to be honest. As an organizer, looked about a year or two ago, if you told me, uh, that we was going to be able to get money from the federal government to actually fund NYCHA. I would have told you mm. nowhere in the world. <laughs> it's probably not going to happen. We're going to keep on fighting anyway, but we're going to, you know, keep pushing. So yeah. for this to really happen, it's a victory. But we're moving towards yeah. what I believe is something okay. that's going to be um, When we see the money, well, well, then it happens. Right. Well, yeah, you don't get it. To <laughs> it hasn't. It hasn't closed until it's closed, and, yes. I, and that's a fact. But um, but I'm encouraged, you know. And I know Chuck Schumer came on the show and mentioned mm. it, and um, so yeah. it's it's good he was able to deliver on some of mm. it, you know. So we'll see um, really what's happening. But today's show, mm. um, it's personal to me. I know these folks um for years. Okay. Um, my kids grew up with Roxanne's kids in PS26 over in Bed Stuy. I've known Natalie for years as well, and um, I got the phone call, you know, um, about what's going on in Natalie's apartment and in Bushwick houses, um. So when she told me, she actually just showed me some video. We're going to be able to show that video probably next time around, you know, but I, what I saw was um, just unspeakable, you know, and what I heard is unspeakable, you know, but these are the conditions that folks are living in today in the middle of still a pandemic, yeah. you know, folks are trying to survive. So when I say that we're dying in our apartments and the apartments are literally killing us, that is exactly what they're doing, you know, so. With further ado, yeah. I'm gonna, um, you know, let the guests introduce themselves. Or you want to, how you want to do this? You want to bring them up? You want to introduce them? Well, we'll do we'll work with the lady that's beside you. Okay. Yeah, so do, that, it, do it. Do it. Nally, now this is. Okay. Um, I'm your... sitting with both of them. I don't know which one. Okay, it is. So, so this is Nally. It wasn't no official. Right, okay, this is on stand, not okay, on y'all. Okay. So this is this is Natalie, and that's Roxanne. I'm with Roxanne. Roxanne. Um, okay. Family, okay. friends, and again, this is personal. Okay. You know, so yeah. get get Nally. Yes, hi, my name is Natalie Jones. I reside in Bushwick Houses and um, just speaking out, you know, on some of the uh, very unhumble, humbling things that are being presented to us living in um, NYCHA, you know, just, just trying to fight for a change, speak up, you know. You're in Bushwick now? I'm in Bushwick okay. now, as we speak. Wow. Now, you have a resident, sorry, you have yeah. a resident council president? Um... Of course, you know. Oh, mm, some of them didn't. That's why I'm asking. <laughs> so, yeah, how is, are they working with the people? I mean. Um, I know Bob Bush, we have a stat program. 
So um, I haven't been so active with that. Being being honest, you right, know, right. kind of got a little, you know, turned away. Mm-hmm. You know, from just going day to day things, and I only feel like we are being properly advocated. So I kind of just, you know, try to find other avenues to help, you know, speak out on the things that was going on because I don't think they were moving fast enough or um to to the seriousness, you know, mm-hmm. as serious as it was, you know. So kind of mm-hmm. overlooked the new up and coming people that were presenting themselves to Bushwick, you know. Right. Wow. So now, for those who don't know, Bushwick is um super gentrified neighborhood, you know, changed overnight, yeah. uh, you know, to a lot of, a lot of um, white folks over there when it used to be pretty much all black and, and people of color. Yeah. And so it surrounds this housing development, mm-hmm. you know, which is one of the problems we have the neighborhoods around us often blow up, you know, but inside the developments are horrendous conditions. Yeah. You know? So can you tell folks specifically, you know, like what's happening in your apartment? Well, I mean, we have infants an infestation wow. of roaches. Uh, we have electrical issues, plumbing issues, it's hazardous flooring issues, uh, just gas. You know, they've cut off my gas valve to where I'm not even able to even receive any type of gas. How long your gas been off? Oh, before the summer. Oh, Six months. Wow. Yeah, it's been, it's been months of this. Yeah. It's been months and it's not the first occasion, you mm. know. Um, it's not going to be my first uh, Thanksgiving that I won't have. Um, mm. That's something that I take pride in. Right. It's cooking for my friends, family, right. my loved ones. You know, everyone comes out. They travel from far. And I just cannot yeah. enjoy the holiday. Yeah, how can you cook? Just, no, how can I just not be myself? Right. Mm-hmm. Because that's me. You know, if mm-hmm. I can't feed a belly, right. then I'm not happy. You know, I want right. everyone to be a uh, food coma mm-hmm. <laughs> walking out of my home. And I won't have that this year. <laughs> wow. <laughs> she want to lay them down. Yeah. No, no, first of all, she, she's mm-hmm. a great cook. Mm-hmm. So Natalie, for those mm-hmm. who don't know, had a restaurant. Mm-hmm. In, in Brooklyn, Bed-Stuy. in Bed Stuy, yeah. um, so I personally taste the food. She want to lay them down. And, she and said she, it. And yeah. she can't can't do what she loves to do. Yeah. In her own home. Yeah. And you mentioned you had no stove, I right? No, stove, no sink. No cabinet. No, no cabinet. Water in my kitchen. Uh, I have children as well, so laundry becomes an and dishes. Thank you. You gotta mute your phone, darling. Yeah, I'm gonna like, turn it all the way off. I don't know. I'm um, into the you, iPhone game. Yes. Okay. I was going to say with this this issue with gas, you know, it's about safety, right? So we want to we actually want to be safe in our homes. And at the end of the day, it's just really bad because once they have to cut it off, it's hard to get it cut back on safely. So and then you have to have the cooperation of everybody on your right. line, if it's your line right. or the whole, the whole building. Right. So that's a whole another thing. So I, I know, you know, no one wants to be in those shoes, but it's time for public housing to move to electric electric stoves. Right. You know, I mean, it might be a little more money, but so what? Um, electric stoves are wealthy. Actually. Electric stoves are wealthier. I mean, healthier, healthier, healthier. healthier. <laughs> right. I got distracted. Healthier for everybody, and you know, and and that's an, that'll help with environmental justice. Right. You, you know what I'm saying? So you don't have to worry about, you know, literally, you know, gas leaking in your home. So they need to make that change. Right. Um, and I, hopefully that some kind of bill will come up in the city council going forward. But um, yeah. And so I know you got to go through that. And Roxanne, I know as a, as a grandmother, how does it affect you? And Roxanne also lives in right, public no housing. Water. Right. So tell them where you live and then okay. try to speak I'm about, in, about I'm that. Linden houses. Okay. And honestly, Natalie has had to come to my house to cook 
some meals, you know, make pans. She'll lay it down, the, the food, and have to take it home and heat it up in the microwave because she didn't have a stove. And you cannot keep feeding children outside food because it's not healthy for right. them. In the interim this past week, due to inadequacies that... Come back in the mic. I'm sorry, that um, <laughs> housing <laughs> put my daughter it. in. My grandson was electrocuted and his hand was burnt wow. messing around with the, he wasn't messing around, but you know, Trying dealing with the um the hot plate. They gave my daughter one hot plate to feed four children. Insanity. And then the hot and, plate. And the hot plate was defective. Um, she I had to get her one, she got her cell phone, so you have like three eyes, you know, do what she gotta do. But that's not safe. The electricity wow. system inside of her apartment is if you turn on the air conditioner. And the microwave, you may have on the television, the whole house is going to go black. So that cable, um, the electric jump that's going on in her apartment, in my opinion, is putting her in danger because every time you have an oversurge, you're damaging something in the wall. Right, right. You or have an electrical fire. Yeah, you're tearing up all the electrics. Her TV has yeah. blown out. Wow. Now... So let me go. You, let me go to the chat yeah, real yeah. quick. I'm sorry, because yeah. I don't want to let them let them know we gotta acknowledge our viewership. Absolutely. Um, once again, thank you for viewing. Uh, we have Maria, Maria, uh, Jan Warner. Hey, she's from the Bronx, Bronx, New York. We grew up in McKinley houses, so okay. shout out to McKinley houses. But she's not there anymore. But I don't think so. She doesn't have to. She's from Bronx, New York. Well, she moves. But anyway, um, uh, Maria, Maria says good evening. God bless. Same to you, dear. Um, we have to do it. We do it, she says. Um, Latasha Patterson is on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. so, uh, she says a lot of white people are starting to surround the housing development. Okay, and Jolie, we had Jolie on the podcast. She's watching. So thank you all for tuning in. Uh, I'll step to the comments again, you know, so right. please chat, ask a question in the chat box. And um, yeah, go ahead, Sam. So now with all of this happening, um, I know. First of all, let's let's speak. Let's go back to the, the, the your son getting burnt. So he got burnt with the um, the hot plate. Yeah. So he went to the doctor, and 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 so what's the next step? That sounds like a lawsuit to me. Well, the next step that uh, they explained, he had second and third degree burns. You know, he had welts, and now they're starting to break, and uh, definitely see scarring. You know, um, he's not a child that would normally get hurt, mm -hmm. so that's traumatizing to him. Um, not a small child, he's a teenager. You know, but he's he's very traumatized. Just just the kitchen alone, you know. And so that that there is an emotional uh <laughs> that's emotional for me to see. Exactly. It's a parent, yeah. You know, regressing from something he shouldn't be afraid of, which is every day-to-day -day living, which is being able to cook, being able to you know, give himself sustenance substance throughout the day without me having to assist him you know I work very hard on him being independent mm. being that he's on the spectrum so that's okay. another thing that is um he has to face you know he he faces his peers what do mm. they think you know acceptance he's a teenager you know so when he goes to school and he has scars and burns on him and people are asking him him being an introvert at that right is something that's a little too much for him so he has to endure that uh he has to also endure gauging into more services mm -hmm. because um 
we don't want him to degress, you know, regress or, right. you know, any type of trauma that we can't turn around. Mm. So we constantly have him speak, 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 you know, stimulate him more, you right. know, get him to be a little bit more uh, outgoing, more so than closed in. So maybe it's a good thing, you know, that we're now more aggressive because we see him closing right. in, you know, as he has in the past. So it's like, um. That's 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 a very overwhelming how old for is him. He? He gets how old is he? Thirteen. He's okay. like wiped out. So it's like just the touch, like, hey, how was your day? He's like, Ugh. you oh. know, because he has to deal with so much going on. Right. Because we all care about how he feels, what's going on, what's his mental. You know, him being able to deal or digest his peers seeing that there's something right. physically on him. So it's not like he can really hide. You know, it's more like he's in the spotlight. So that's something that is damaging to his confidence and his self-esteem as yeah. well. So it doesn't just affect us surfacely, you know, on the surface. It's affecting us mentally, emotionally, physically, Traumatic. and spiritually okay. challenging because mm-hmm. we're all conflicting. You know, we're conflicting against each other. We don't have running shower water. Oh, gosh. This is... Okay. This is- so, has any media, mainstream media, been to you? No. Um, we're gonna put in put in touch with Monica. Monica. I wonder how to first come here and, yeah. and share this this story on the One Night to Show. Yeah. Then we're gonna call my. I'm gonna give them Monica's number yeah. and I'll text her, let her know that you guys are gonna be calling. Yeah. Um, because it it's sounds like this would be condemned. It's not an apartment. Yeah, it's right. Right. It's, it's really a shell. Yeah. It's, it's a shell. Yeah. Yeah. And this yeah. she has. We've all gained weight. My, my son has gained over 50 pounds. Because you're eating oh, outside, you don't foods, have Right, are, right, yeah. You know, and that's that's health issues, you right. know, with that. Going to cause so underlining, all of us yeah. are facing morbid obesity, just eating outside food or, right. you know, every day, all day, because sometimes a hot plate that can cook grits, could cook rice, you is, know, that's 30 minutes. My question is, is NYCHA giving you any type of, or, first of all, are you getting a rent, are you paying rent, well, yeah. Don't even answer that. Are you yeah. getting a rent abatement? What is that? <laughs> we know we're gonna we're gonna help y'all do some of this stuff. So, so again, I'm I'm being you know shown how I should have of mm-hmm. uh, advocated for myself because this is new to me. I'm I'm not used to living in this environment. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but it's very challenging. Okay. And as a mother, it can bring on depression because yes. what can you do for your children mm. when the biggest priority is a roof over their heads right. and that's not good enough? Well, you definitely entitled a rent abatement from whenever this started. And they know, just like you know, and you make sure and we'll help you advocate for that. You're going to get that. So elected officials are going to have to rally behind you, but they need to be in court eventually once your gas comes back on. And get a rent, rent abatement, and you shouldn't be paying no rent. With, with, with all the things that you are saying that's going on, you should not be paying any rent. They should have moved you out of your apartment temporarily to fix it, fixed it up, and then brought you back. They should have put you up in a hotel, a nice one, a nice one, not no, you know, spend some money night and do the right thing because yeah. tenants are suffering, and this is unacceptable, and this is also. A, a woman of color that is suffering right. in a, in a uh, authority that runs systemic pro, uh, practices. Right. And I might add <laughs> the supervisors, the managers, they're all mm. African-American women. They don't mm. care. And don't not care. all of them are single mothers or mm. mothers at all, but they have walked through these homes and can imagine the work it takes to feed your children. You know, I have to cook, bathe, 
and disinfect and clean my house. Remember, we're still throughout COVID the pandemic. pandemic. Yeah. Okay, all in one sink. With all of this. One and sink, sometimes. No exaggeration, my kitchen sink is my lifeline in my house. I have two other females in my house. We can go further, but let's not. Right, right, right. I'm feeling you. I'm a woman. I'm feeling you. Like we're all at the same time. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) It's a crisis. Right. So I've paid for hotel stays for my children's comfortabilities. Um, I've taken my children outside to eat countless times. We say, hey, we're going to Enzo Water Park. It wasn't because we were boiling out. It's because guess what? This week is their week. Yeah. And and we're just gonna have some fun. And I guess maybe you can go sit and get your foot wet, but we're gonna eat, we got a sweet, we can cook, we can feel normal. Just right. a woosaw for my children, but it costs me because I still have to go home yeah. and buy food every day. My kids can't eat cold cuts all the time or ramen noodles or uh slow cooker foods aren't bad, but they're high in salt. Right. They're, yeah, so they're yeah. very yeah. high in sodium, yeah. you yeah. know. So high blood pressure and everything. Like come how on. How horrible is that? Yeah. This is this is, this is horrible. Now we did send an email, a letter of complaint. We sent it to Greg Russ. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so I know you received a um somebody knocking your door, a phone call, like what are they telling you now? The- oh, the letter that they're stating is stating that. Um, that they that well they stated to me that I didn't uh, fill out uh, the the but I I have proof that I have my tickets. I also have reported to another agency way ahead of time, just being ahead of my game. Mm-hmm. So they're able to print me out the the paperwork right. that I had. Right. But in the interim now, when I go into my portal, because we all have a Nitro portal that we can go into right. our uh, tickets. I'm blocked out, nor can I go inside my portal mm. to check for my old ones, my clothes ones, my scheduled ones, just all in all. It's stopping from, you from, the, from your from documentation. Phone, from the computer. Mm. You I've know, tried it on my phone. I said, well, maybe it's like, your phone. Let me see mine. She logged in hers and went in. It logged yes. in mine. It's nothing. nothing. And oh, I know my social odd. security and profiles. So, so that is odd, right? Yours, when you do it for you yours, can do it works. from mine. It won't pop up. It yet. won't pop up. Oh, wow. So, they, so they, is that that's not normal, right? For to be blocked out of, from access to your I've own done information it in the management office because you know you have the computer, you have the kiosk. The kiosk doesn't even in. And they yeah. say, hey, well, maybe you have to speak to your caseworker. Oh, we have no, a new caseworker. That's an IT issue, but I somebody actually blocked. Somebody blocked him because if I could do it. To, the worker when he called, he didn't say he was my caseworker, but I heard his name before. So when I had to do a research, I don't get researched. So I'm like, oh, maybe you guys are trying to push me out here because I, I asked my mom. I says, mom, well, how long can we do a research without them before they start pushing for you to leave? Right. And she says, I really don't know, but. Your research, I said my research comes up about April, August. I know it's one of those eight months. Um, I'm gonna look into it. So that's what made me start digging into the portal and finding out that I just really couldn't get into the portal. And when I reached out to a worker, they said, Well, um, not only are you because you're with section eight, you can't do a research with us. You have to research with section eight and then come back with us. So which is not true. So this is a. So you're under Section Eight. Right. Okay. This this is a another but you're issue. You're not. You're not um, privatized though. 
No, not on the red and nothing. Into, I came into with her own. Okay, got you. Okay, and chose Nature as. Okay, but now. That's the tricky thing is I know they're moving and nothing against you guys, but I know that they're moving a lot of Section 8 people into public housing. And I'm just wondering, is that, that, is that Section 8 apartments? Now. Right. Except Section but, but, but so the next question becomes, is that apartment a nicer apartment or or not? You know, although it's nice a, is responsible, right? It's a Section 8 apartment but and, a nature sure. development. and a nature development because when they asked me to choose, I said I would like to Am I capable of keeping my Section 8? Because I came with both right. okay. a NYCHA voucher and a Section 8 voucher. Okay. So they said, well, you have to choose. And I said, well, if I keep my Section 8, am I still qualified to live here? And they said, yes. But you will not be under NYCHA. You'll be under Section 8. So we'd have to see if we have a Section 8 apartments available for you. So they did. And so they showed me the apartment. And they knew that I was clutch for time because Section 8 wasn't giving you right. a long period of time to, you know, close for your voucher. So I took it due to my circumstances. I took it. So she explained that I'm living in NYCHA, mm-hmm. but I'm Section 8. And that's who I will go to to mm-hmm. make any inquiries, the 707-771 number. Those are the ones that I would reach out to more so than management. And if I had anything like repairs or anything immediate done in an apartment, I would go to NYCHA. NYCHA would be the ones I would reach out to, but I'd have to make a ticket with the housing uh, authority, you know, as far as the phone number. So I would make my tickets over the phone because I wasn't able to do it on my portals. And then, um, you know, I write them down. There's been times I've had so many back to back that I did it. Mm-hmm. But over the course that I've had these issues, I've documented them. Because um, they just became overwhelming when they yanked up my cabinets. I said, oh, I got to write this down. You know, when I need a new door, it, I've, I've had my home broken into. You know, wow. had nothing to do with any craziness or anything like that. But um, my home was broken into and I needed a new door. Okay. You know, they took a whole year to give me a new door. So someone always had to be home. Right. And then you don't want to leave thought. your child alone. And then alone. you don't want to leave your child alone. With right. people kicking indoors. Right. 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 So it was right. like a mistaken apartment thing. It didn't really have nothing to do with me. I just was a casualty of it. Mm. You know, they came, they patched yeah. up the door. You know what I mean? And, oh, yeah. They don't want to give up. It. They don't want to give up no doors, they man. They patched up the door. And then... Um, they patched up the door. They got kicked in. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and, then, and um, they finally gave me a brand new door. That was this year, 2020. That's a lot to get. That's a lot. That's not that easy. It took right. over a year for a door, and I showed them pictures. It was I don't even have the phone anymore, but um, I showed them the pictures. I've made the police reports, you know, even had a lot of issues where I felt like I wasn't safe. Right. And I needed them to come and administer some sort of lock or anything. So they gave me a lock from the inside, but they didn't fix my door in general. So if someone really wanted to get in and we forgot to that latch on we'd probably all be dead let me ask you this under the section eight that's it's still 30 percent of your income mm-hmm. okay yeah. i want to know why they have because that's a little systemic like you have section eight apartments and you have regular apartments right i'm, I'm you think I know when roxanne mentioned that to me is it you was know, why are certain apartments for that and you know what i mean like right. it shouldn't be like okay however the person is coming in you call them off the list boom give them an apartment yeah, I've had neighbors upset, like, well, I'll bet you they're coming in there to help her and to fix her. 
fix her stuff because um I heard her say that her apartment is section eight, you know, like sleeping to the workers when mm-hmm. come and do the inspections. Um, well, how come they don't come fast enough for me? And it's like, because I'm all day behind every day, sis, mm-hmm. all day. You know, and that's how I was speaking to my neighbor, you know. Right. Every day, all day, I'm on them, I'm on them, I'm on them. Yeah, look so a little deeper into that. They just thing. give yeah, in. So they just give in, you know. So I would harass them. I'd be like, hey, you know, I'll give you a little couple of dollars. You know, can you come mm-hmm. up? You know, can yeah. you unplug my toilet? Right. You know, can you? And you shouldn't have to. And, no. But right. I didn't like have to a problem paying for comfort. Right. You know, so I had to do whatever that was needed. So on that note, it was like, yeah, it may seem like that because you see a nice uniform, but wow. I've, I've added some pockets to be able to wow. be comfortable. Wow, sad. Let me yes. jump into the... Yes to the chat again um mm. maria 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 says shame on them um Nessethil is watching hope i said your name right maria maria wrote blueprint janet l Britt is watching oh, it's not a full write-up uh latasha i don't know latasha am i saying how am i saying this natasha okay because um, l-a-t-a-r-s-a okay i don't want to mess nobody's name up um she says they try to say for some reason it's blocked. Do you owe rent? Okay, well, we don't need to answer that. I shouldn't even read that. Um, that's that's private. That's her. It's a pandemic. Most right. of us do owe rent. Um, but whether the rent that, is owed or not, yeah. the service but is supposed to be rented. Of course. Be Let me just oh, pause for a second. Let me just finish up the chat. Sorry, y'all. Um, someone wrote, Maria Maria wrote, I, do, I don't use the portal. I always call in and ask for t- the ticket number. Yeah, that's to my, you know, whatever you want to do. I use, I do it either way too. Mm-hmm. Um, how many families in her development are going through the same thing that she's going through? That's Maria Maria. Uh, some, Maria said something. I agree, Sandra Coleman. Definitely. Um, what else? What else? It's Maria Maria says, poor baby. So getting some love, oh, right? Thank you. Thank you. Um, Renee Simone, hey. She says, um, depending on where you are at, this has always been the case. Yeah. NYCHA, NYCHA's not new to this. They're true to this. Um, this is this ridic- That's ridiculous. They think we can cook with a hot plate that keeps going on and off. Mm-hmm. We'll never finish cooking. Yeah. My yeah. thing is like- Spaghetti took two hours. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Wow. Well, that's, yeah. that's good. If it took two hours, because I can't, I can't even imagine. Um, I would hope when, you know, when mainstream media come out, Click, click, and they come out. They should come out with some hot plates for people when they come. You know, that's what I'm saying. You know, they they using it. I mean, we don't have heat. The worst of it was recently. I spoke to my mom. Yeah, I didn't like that. It, it kind of broke. That broke that was me. the final straw to where we where we are today because the night before, remember my son got burned two days before that. I had to boil water because we had no cold. We had no hot water for a week. This was just this past week. Yesterday, we got hot water. For they scared her. They scared her. Um, I just scared her. Yeah. We did worse night. The, the serious thing about this is that um, they did this. I boiled. I had to bring my hot plate to the middle of the floor in my room, and a big pot, you know, like a big stew pot, mm-hmm. and boil water to keep my room cold. To keep my room from getting right. too cold. Right. Okay, because we she had no heat. We had no hot water. water. But yeah, if I got up in the middle of the night and forgot about that hot plate, I, I could have splashed myself. I could have burnt myself. It could have, you know, it wasn't in a circuit breaker. So I could have burnt myself down. There's plenty of times we've linked on a wall on a summer day and the walls are burning hot because the wires are hot inside the walls. 
Um, plenty of times. Plenty yeah. of times. Bart Schwartz, the federal, federal monitor needs to get out here, uh, out there. Yeah, this is, this is, this is, they have investigators. From an asthma attack and wow. was near Come into your mic because that's why it's making, making that sound. Because we don't have no elevator and you just have to get outside. Right. So, yeah, that's me, me, me. That's probably me. Yes, you know, yeah. I'm sure Somebody everyone goes through that, but Bushwick. If everyone who has been stuck on the elevator or mm. everyone who has brought food and had to be turned back from people who have just coming in from work stand outside and they would double for each time it has happened to them, we would not be able, we, we would sink Bushwick. We have no elevators half the time, no garbage, it's incinerators. You hear the rats crawling up the incinerators. You know, the it's, health it's, hazard. it's ridiculous. Yeah. We are the new Flint. I keep telling people yeah. we are the new the Flint. Your story, too. Let's hear a little bit about you, too. Now you, I'm, you're having, I'm in Linden. I'm actually not having any problems at all. Okay. But my problem comes from things that my daughter is going through. and She's going through it. Other people going through it. And Nisha doesn't understand making human beings live in this deplorable uh -huh. situation uh -huh. is breaking down these children's mental of course us yeah. grown-ups we can't handle everything but we could toughen up but a five-year-old a six-year-old my 13-year-old grandson you know what I mean? they're going through this thing so when they go into school they're not going to be because they're not sure if they smell funny because they oh, couldn't really wash properly. Yeah, I know my, I know you wash. But, you know, but think about the things that these children are going through based on where they live at, not how their mother or their father or auntie, their grandma treat them, right. how their basic place where they got to have, you're supposed to call your sanctuary. My home is my sanctuary. Yeah. These children's home is not their sanctuary. As adolescents, their privacy, that they're mm -hmm. entitled to as adolescents, they have to be Put that to the side so I can scrub and bathe them because I also don't need a child services case. Right. If my children are unclean. Right. Or, you know, if my children aren't the way they should be. So right. it's always on mom. Well, ACS should be looking at NYCHA because well, they're. Right, this is right. this is what they're doing to kids, right? Endangering right. the welfare of a child. But mom will always if be. We lived in another state mm -hmm. and we had no water or we had mm -hmm. no lights. Child services will come and remove your children until you can pay for your lights to be on or for your repairs to be made. Well, nice to need to put you in a hotel. But in New York right. City, so the nice is breaking my grandbabies down. It lets so much slide. But if you live a lot of these states, Georgia, Pennsylvania, you cannot have those things and you have school age children. Now, children that's undocumented based on school age. They, they slide for that smaller period of time, but mm -hmm. I've lived in different states. So I know that if you don't have your lights on, you, right. you have 30 days, no lights. That means you don't want your children or can't have your children living your right. household. Right. Right. My, my thing is who is looking at the PTSD that's going on in right. public housing and NYCHA post-traumatic stress disorder right. that has impacted children. the children, the adults. Right. right? Like, this is life. This this is a that's not like, OK, it happens and it goes away like that's something you carry like weight. For the rest literally. Of your life. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. You, know, parents, you know, before the pandemic, pandemic parents can send their kids off to school and we'll start and get their thoughts together to make it happen for another day. Now these children are facing.
and I'm watching it mentally break down. Right. Because they have to still answer to their children without no resources. The next day happened with these children in their heads. So you also have to think about the mental capacity of the parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, depression, right. people who mm-hmm. never experienced depression is experiencing it now. Yeah. I'm a tough cookie. It don't make a lot to... But you still have your moment. But you no, got with to. That you water human. Boiling in that, mm-hmm. in that room. Mm-hmm. When I woke up in the morning, I saw I could do was just cry. And I cried until I felt like nothing would satisfy me but calling my mother because I felt no other solution. You know, and I feel blessed, you know, but I felt no other solution because I, I didn't feel anyone greater, you know, mm-hmm. that heard mm-hmm. my cries. Right. You know, so I, I can only just link to the only person I felt had compassion because I felt no one had compassion for me. They watch me walk past them every morning. These people say good morning every day. But how would you know it's a good morning? If you, when you left your home, you can bathe, you can feed your children, you can feed yourself. How was it a good morning for me right. when you come to my house and you go to countless inspections and you don't come back with any results for me? How was it a good morning? You should hug me every day you see me walk by. Do you not know my state of mind? How would your state of mind be if you have to always constantly have your children on your mind for things that is not your fault? It will have to always be your fault because you are the body of your house. So you have to bear that. So to hear good morning from a nature worker or anyone that just is on those grounds is like, hmm, until you really know what a good morning is. Because I'll be grateful which they're used to mm-hmm. okay when i'm able to get up and take three four showers as i feel right. you know especially during a pandemic those, you want right, to you have to you have to and your your skin is your yeah. largest organ so you yes. want to you have to stay clean so that is that is craziness the local the state and the federal government to really well we're gonna to, we're definitely going right. to be um, you know reaching out to our elected officials we did send the, um, the, the letter of complaint they go to um uh, what's the name? Russ. So he's so he's and I say what's his name again? Greg Russ. He's aware of it, you know. So the eyes of the head is aware of the situation. So now, if this is not in a quick time manner, you know, then I will tell you all you need to know about Greg Russ right then and there because he knows quickly, this correctly. Sanitize that house. Right. Why don't you right. go to the shelter Fix is what I right. would Yeah, they actually go to Why the don't shelter. you just go to the shelter? The why shelter would I why would I because I'm not you say I'm not homeless? I'm, 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 I'm no, I said that. Right. Yeah. So why would I make myself homeless when I have a roof over my head now? Right. Why close enough to when you have to do work, I can make sure you're doing it the Way not the way you want to do it and then we'd be back at this again or you may accuse me of destroying your property after you've given me low quality property from the beginning because they're giving you used things they'll unscrew a cabinet from one house don't know how that person lives put it up in the next house i've had so many makeshift cabinet doors you know when you say you don't even have a cabinet now right there's no you, you don't have a cabinet no. You can uh, you send yeah, this, this is, uh, forward the pictures to um, OME yeah, NYCHA. Tell her what her, your, your sink TV is. At gmail.com. Can you email when you get... My sink is the bathroom sink. You can email your pictures to us. Oh, okay? But what they put in there, she has a slop sink 
in the bathroom, right? No, in the kitchen. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah, yes. in the kitchen. But you have you have a sink in the bathroom or no? No, this you have a sink in the bathroom, okay. but the sink so that want... they put in the kitchen, that was just recently, right? Mm. But there's no water running out of it. Mm. Oh, they didn't even hook it up. Wow. No. They just dropped the sink they over. They just put the sink and just put the wires and they didn't do anything. And when I turned the water on, there was no water. That's the worst thing I had. Because when they removed my cabinets, I had one. And that's a little white. You don't sink. you do a little not... white slop sink. You do not even want to sit your dishes in there. Because I'm it's telling plastic. you, right? So and it's, and then filthy. you know it's not new; it's filthy. And you know that it's been used from household to household. Regardless if it came to you looking clean, I left dirty dishes on top, and then I would I do a dishes. plate. I would do a plate and for no, and I did it with the water running, but I never let it hit inside because I just felt uncomfortable. Right? Like I just I, I couldn't do it, so I would just do a dish one. One by one. Do you know how long it took me to do? It, just it wasn't holds, much, but still, yeah. Just, I'm sorry to interrupt you. It just holds the dishes because I've had to fill up. That, that's something else that broke me that day, right? right? That was my day. I had to fill up a shopping cart of dishes. Now, you asked me why my dishes pile up, right? Well, it's really difficult to constantly wash big pots and pans inside of a bathroom sink, you know, because I don't have any tub water. Wow. Wow. So, um, <laughs> so I'm scraping out whatever's food and putting it in plastic bags. You know, if it was like grease or something. So I got a laundry, a laundry bag, you know, in a plastic bag. So no one sees what's inside my bag, and I'm pushing it. And I'm asking my friends and my family that lives in the neighborhood, can I, can I, um, can I wash my dishes in your house? That was so wow. embarrassing. Wow. Like you give you even like no one's talking about it, but I'm mm. sure it's a highlight. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. So it's like when I leave your house and I'm happy that I got clean dishes all at once, my shoulders is heavy because, and my stomach hurt because now I'm probably like thinking, maybe they're talking or laughing at me. This maybe, is unbelievable. Maybe, maybe I'm the joke and they're happy for me to keep coming to see how long I still have that problem. So I normally don't think like that, but it also is giving me unhealthy thoughts. Right. You yeah. know, and, and that's that's not fair to my mental because I need all of that positive energy to my positive energy yeah. to smile and not lash on my children because right. they are my, they my need team you. players. They need you, yeah. They are thug it out with me yeah. so how can i lash at them yeah. you know is <laughs> let me jump back to the to our yeah. audience oh, uh renee harrison says this is crazy renee harrison says refurbished items always a slop sink in kitchen wow terrible third world living conditions exactly. yep 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 you so right mm-hmm. uh, um, I said that at a presser too, a couple of years ago. Um, Maria, Maria, he's out here trying to destroy public housing. That's referring to Greg Russ. Uh, remember, Russ makes more money than the president, governor, and mayor. He needs to go. Uh, and they asked, uh, is Greg Russ here or in or Minnesota? It's Minnesota. Season. It's holiday season. season. He ain't here. Uh, somebody wrote Monica. He's supposed to be has, in New York. Maria Maria said Monica Morales has helped me out a few times and I am forever grateful to her and whenever I have a problem uh, they come yeah that's true she's she's pretty good but you know what one of the things I had a uh, we had a resident on the one in Harlem uh, Octavia and she reached out to Monica and I have Monica's number and you know we text here and there and we see each other Um, but the one of the things is some of the cases got to mute your phone. Okay. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I keep trying to cut it off. 
and it keeps turning back on. Now I know I was going. One of the um, one of the things with her case was, if your case is similar, your case is really unique. Like, people have been without gas. People have had a slap sink. People have had this. But you have it all. Everything. You got she everything got going on. So you're. They need to really come see you. And if they don't. We're gonna have to make I, sure I, they I'm do. Gonna, I'm gonna give yeah. you a number. Y'all call directly, and I guess mention me or Sandra, you know, yeah. and I'm sure she want to cover this because in all reality, you don't have an apartment. No. You, you have a shell. You have a shell. You have a shell. That's not an apartment. My just has a shelter. Right. That's just shelter. Has roof over that's shelter. That's just that's it. it. Yeah. No more. That's the it. The only thing she got is something to keep the rain out because she's cold, and they also no, have broken windows. Because on the rain, you have little TVs. Your phone too, Stan. I have little TVs being against the window. You know, as I park the house, and it, when it rained, the window still still got wet and uh-huh. it fell into my speakers and my soundbar. I've, I've lost furniture. That's your phone. I've had it, right. the back of my couch molded out because. You yeah, talk about that. Furniture you had to actually throw out. <laughs> I've yeah. had three furniture sets, um, and they've all had to have gone out. Um, if it wasn't for people throwing things out the window, uh, dog and tissue, you know, the dog's mess, food, um, grease, oil, pampers, you know, and whatever else. I mean, that's down. just common nature things that you will go through if you leave your window open, mm-hmm. you know, and um, I've flipped my couch open and what did I see? Uh, roaches, mice, you know, they all from... Under, you know, right where the window still is, you know, right. the heat with the radiator. Coming so, in, you know, yeah. gonna, and you didn't see them walking in at first. Mm-hmm. It's when you flip the couch, right. you know, you pull back, you know, that you, the part that you leave when it's brand new, the little black piece, mm-hmm. the, you know, the paper, it was like, boom. So once they found, once a, they found that, a spot, they found the spot to just grow without being seen. Yeah. You know, so you didn't see them, but they were there. And what can I do? I can't spray and live like that, knowing that they're there. You know, wow. I'm, I'm asthmatic. You know, I'm wow. constantly being administered. And that's a contributor. Right. And my grandson was born with always. Yeah, hold on. Okay. Now, I have, I also have an EpiPen for roaches. Oh, my goodness. What? I also have an EpiPen for roaches. I really do. And I live in Niger. That's ironic. But I do have an EpiPen wow. for roaches. And so I had no choice but to throw out furniture because we, we, we hang wow. out, you know, we sit on it, you know, we wonder why we have hives. First I thought it was other bugs, you know, I was like, oh no. Right? <laughs> but it was because I was allergic, the allergic yeah. reactions wow. to, you know, the roaches and right. breathing in the roaches. I'm like, well, I'm always wheezing, well, I'm yeah. always going. So those things was a factor. When that coach left, Asthma wasn't so bad. Have you had asthma before? You How long you lived there? Where you at? I've had asthma since 2010, right? Okay. After I had my daughter, you know, body change your accumulate. I have asthma. But it didn't get severe to where it is now as things progress. You're living where you, were you living in? Where I'm living now. You were living there? No, not in 2010. I moved 2017. Were you in public housing in 2010 or not? 2017, no. Oh, okay. So through all that time, it's just general, like seasonal allergies, nothing, you know, pumpkin carry, never used. But NYCHA has exacerbated. So no, no yes, she yes. gave her asthma. Like, like, I know she said she had it already. But now, okay. you know, but now right. you know, and other things right. like That's that. That's a steroid, yeah. Uh, some, I would have to go and get shots, you know. Uh, you know the steroid shots to clear, open you up. Yeah, your uh, lungs, so you can breathe. Pump, you know, 
Nebulizer at home, I'm sure. Nebulizer. So and there's I'm, answer. No, this needs to be addressed. Yeah, this is insane. This needs to be addressed because even you came in with no, asthma. It was one day right? I was walking with my mother and fell out in the street. Because there was no state, no elevator. Remember, See, I walked from this. I walked. I can't say the floor. I, I walked from my floor all the way down to the main floor. So I was at the top, right to the main floor. Be careful and, with your chair. And when I when yeah. I got to the main lobby, by the time I got to the corner, I passed out in the street. Mm-hmm. I was already wheezing, making my way to the emergency room. This is what we need people to know, and they need to really understand is that we are living in hazardous. I'm a NYCHA resident myself. We are living in hazardous, inhumane conditions in one of the richest cities in the world. Absolutely. You know, we might not be as as like Dubai, right? But still, still, we're up there. We're high in the numbers. And for people to have to live, people to have to live like that, this is just insane, you know? And, and because it's black and brown people living in public housing, it's sad that our local, federal, and local, excuse me, local, state, and federal government does not give a damn about us, but they should, because you know what, we're voters. And this is one of the things we have to remember when all these elections, 2022, your gubernatory races, um, what else we got, Stan? Uh, Assembly member races. There's a lot of races, just like we just got over mayor and city council and all that. There's in Congress. So those are very important. These are your legislators. These are people that write laws, uh, put bills in. And we have to hold these people accountable. NYCHA can carry, I keep saying it, any, any, whatever mayor, if the NYCHA residents want, we can vote them in. Right. We are a city within a city. And we have to be, learn to be respected. And we have to make them respect us. Because there's no way, like uh, Roger Flores, Dr. Roger Flores would say, your essential workers are living in NYCHA. You know, they are the, we are, we are the ones I'm, I'm medically retired from NYPD as supervised payroll, but here nor there, I worked at that, that, at that agency for over 24 years till I got hurt on the job. So the uh, controller still signs my check. So, but <laughs> I'm out of workers comp still like right. since 2015, go figure, but we have to really hold our elected officials accountable. Yeah. Like we're, we're putting these people in office. They're getting six figure checks. Right. You know, like, come on, they got to respect us. You have to hear us and see us, you know, and how many times we have to march, how many times we have to rally, how many times we have to do petitions and everything and and, and beg for what we are actually entitled to have. You pay your rent. And even if you're behind, so what you are entitled to everything, you're entitled to running water, heat, everything, a safe home. Right. Like, this this is this is a, a, a service rendered like you know what right. i'm saying and then let's go to the managers i'm not gonna go on against the workers because they some of them live in nature but let's just go to the managers y'all work for us don't get it twisted absolutely you 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 my manager for for the property you work you work for me you're responsible for my community so that's another thing they look down on us you know no no they need to really we 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 gotta expose I, I it deeper, it deeper, deeper. Down. I took it as they were highly misunderstood. It depends where it's at though. Because they don't know how to talk to some people that's too. That's true. Because they took me there. But honestly, I always like I've said to them, you are highly misunderstood. Because if I don't come to make a complaint, have it you won't sit in front of a you, desk. You won't have a job. Right. You know, so you have a they job. can get right. transferred. We can you can you can petition if your if your manager is not like really mistreating residents, you can do a petition and, and get them 
out of there. They yeah. won't get fired, but the they'll most, move them somewhere else. The most hurtful thing to me is this last night we were stuck in the elevator. We were stuck in the lobby. There was no elevator for four hours. And four I, hours? It was more than that. It was it's summertime that we've been 24 hours to it. We had a block party in front of our building. People just bought Because old people can't get go run to Go run to Home Depot. We got to feed these, these old heads, you know? Yeah. And, and that's what they did, you know? And they blast their music, try to make the best of it. The kids played in the park, you know? And it just was sad because yeah. you've seen kids crying because they wanted to get in their beds. But the most hurtful thing is while I'm going through what I'm going through and I've been talking to my mother on the phone, even just seeing her, is when I heard my neighbors, when they was like, well, this is why when they ask us to come out to vote, I no longer care about voting and I'm not going to vote anymore because every time I vote, we get no results. There's no consistency. And that was hurt. That, that hurt me because I was like, whoever said that they would be put into office to help me won't have a chance because people are so angry and hateful and they won't give themselves the opportunity to forgive, to do better for themselves. And so yeah. people like me is going to be impacted because you're angry and you're upset and you have every bit of entitlement to be upset. But people like me, you know, that's going through something, it would make me angry to hear that you did nothing about my problem because I surely did my best to do my homework or due diligence on who I felt would fit for where I live right. at, you know, so for you not to vote is saying this is why this is happening to me. And this is what they want. They don't want right, us to they vote. Really, they they really don't want to. They don't want us to I, vote. I felt what she was saying, you know, but if I didn't sit in the meeting or if I didn't advocate mm. here, if I didn't do this, if I didn't do that, then I would be that to someone else. Right. But see, it comes down to the, from a lack of knowledge, the people will perish. And that's what it is. Because when we think about voting, it's just not about mayors and all that. You look at you look at the Rittenhouse case, right? right. Diverting a little bit. Judges. Judges. Sometimes yeah, it's judge. different states. Yeah. We vote for judges. Right. And, and they be on the ballot. You know what I'm saying? We vote for the district attorney. Like mm -hmm. it's not just the elected officials that we see, like our city council right. and mm -hmm. all of this and our mayor and our governor and all. These the, it, and, and it, it comes down to your local politics. It really comes down to because those are the people that you can literally reach out and touch. Like yeah. Stan and I, we both know Carolyn Maloney. Like, yeah. you know, we both can connect with her or whatever. But not too many people can touch their councilwoman or council me member well, like that. Not even know who I they mean, are. Not, I mean, Congress, right. Congress. I mean, they right. come out. Right. They, right. They've stepped out until a lot of the staff meetings and things like that. But it's a consistency after that meeting. It's like, hey, we have $35,000. What could you do with it? Oh, we're just going to paint the the, the gate here. green. Mm -hmm. You Who said stat meeting. What, what kind of stats? What's a stat meeting? Oh, what's, a what is stat it? neighborhood meeting is like uh, like in different different nights, like how we have went to a meeting in Kings, Kingsbridge. Right. So it's like they'll it's smoke mirrors, like they, they get off of once they get your attention, now they buy you like, well, hey, we're gonna have a, a barbecue, we're gonna pull up a food truck and we're gonna feed the community. Okay, but is there anyone taking accountability as as you're getting your food? Please. Right here, what's your what's your repairs? Do you need any help? What's your apartment? No, no one's doing that. Does your any of your elected food. officials know what's going on? They're your direct? To. They're going to. They're not sure. They're going to. Because going I'm to. starting to feel like the neighbors that didn't vote. Because Alika samples, you know, she's waiting. Yeah, I'm she's, gonna find she's out. leaving now, you know. Yeah, I'm gonna find out who y'all. So, so that's what you're gonna, gonna find out. You know, we're gonna find out. Eric Gonzalez. 
Who? Eric Gonzalez. That's the person you name put when they did the last festival. I was there and I spoke to him. He's like, hey, I remember you can remember I was in the pantries and stuff. And you know, I just told Nelly, give him a call. That was another person to give a call to. He's the person in your neighborhood. I'm not sure how effective. I don't know him personally with the work that he's done or whatever, but he represents your neighborhood. So well, maybe what we is his well, title? He's a city council. Oh, that's no, we can look at me. I don't even want to look it up. Why? Who's a city council? No, she's throwing out somebody's name. Okay. That's why I'm asking. Right. But it, it, I'm not exactly it. sure if, okay. if his position, but he's there shaking hands, he's, he's giving out flyers or whatever. Is he running for something? Or no, that was after he, the election. So he's, in so he's in office in January, I guess, right? Or he's yeah. already in office. He's already us because okay. he was there what a month ago or so. He was there now. I think he's the local. He's something. We're going to find something. out. We're going to find out. it's trouble because I have his car, but I don't have his um, picture was calling my phone. Make them work for you. That's all right. That's what he's saying. They show their face and they say, and we have food. Right. And we have t-shirts. And, and candy for the kids. Hand sanitizer and masks. And then they shoot a person off. You know, it's kind of like, yay, fun, fun, fun. Let's get out of here. Pretty much. Pretty much. Gotta go ask too many questions. Don't worry, NYPD is gonna come, you know, they they have their the community affairs is gonna come out and you know it's like that's not enough. Get a pen, get a baseball cap, get a get a cup. That's not enough. And then they're gone after the election. Yeah, you don't see them. And then we forget who they are. Right. Or, or what they do. The, all these questions that you guys are asking is something that we should know. The fact that we don't know is reckoning to me, mm-hmm. but it's a learning process. Because yeah. again, this is my first time. But, yeah, that's, that's cool. But it's ignorance to not know. So mm-hmm. I'm going through an ignorant situation do because I don't know. Lack of knowledge, that is right. not a bad thing. It happens. But right? I can't continue but, like right. that because mm-hmm. lack of, of knowledge not. Mm-hmm. Got me, has me living the way yeah. I do, has my child injured, and me boiling water to keep my room warm. Yeah. Well, let me give people on a, on a call or uh, the audience some homework. You should know who your district leaders are. There's a male and female if they are running. Uh, you should know who your city council member is. You should know who your assembly member is. You should know who your Congress male or female is. You should know who your state senator is. And then you should know who your U.S. senator is, which, you know, is probably Chuck Schumer or, you know, is another one. And I think we have two in New York. So you should know some of these people and you should be able to reach out to the constituent services, right? It's not always about reaching out and touching the actual elected official, but they have constituent constituent services. Reach out to them, let them know, because see, it's one thing to send an email to these elected officials. That doesn't mean it gets read, right. Right? right? But once you reach out to their constituent services, you have a conversation, they know what's going on. And then you then then it it it, it turns wheels because they know they had a conversation with this person. I always advise people to make that call first and then do the email. So they kind of know or getting to know you. So that's some homework, y'all. Let's figure out. Let's come on. Let's let's be uh, more powerful because knowledge is powerful. And it's okay if you don't know. You gonna you gonna learn. You know what I'm saying? Because we have to empower each other. Iron sharpens iron. You know, mm-hmm. I wasn't always deep into politics as I am over these last what since 2015. I got really deep in it. Like I knew who who this person was, that person was a little bit. Right. But now I'm like deep. Like I I know who they are, and I can actually contact them. Your borough president also is another one. So yeah, homework. We gonna we gonna we gonna get to all of them because somebody gotta do something, and actually soon. Yeah. 
before something happens. You're talking about the wires. That's like a fire to me. That could yeah, just happen yeah. at any moment, at any time. And then we're going to all be crying, you know, when we, when we could do something to prevent it right now. Right. My daughter has LED lights on her room because when we put the light bulb in, it, it just bursts. What? <laughs> yeah. Do you, have, do you have, um, what they call it, fuses or a circuit breaker? Circuit breaker. So she put the light and the light burst? When you flick the flick, the, the switch on, it bursts. You know, like the old-fashioned cameras? Right. I'm not, pop. this is, man, wow. this is... So at un- first I stood up on a, on, a, on a stool and seen if maybe it was something in it, you know, like that was catching a fuse. You know, wow. you get a potato, maybe it was an old bottom to a light bulb, you know, that it popped and they didn't say, you know, right, kids right. being kids. And when I, you know, did my little screw with a potato, I looked, there was nothing there. And I'm like, okay, let me put a new light bulb in. Stick right. a new light bulb in. Okay, let's go to Home Depot. Let's get the power saving one. That pops. Okay. All right, let's bring, let's go to Ikea. You know, now they have ones that's not filament. It's, mm-hmm. it's like the electric ones, but you turn it on and... Okay. No, it's no good. So I said, just keep it off. Just keep it off because I don't need your outlets not to work. Right, right. So I just said, keep it off. But when that, when that poof, all the lights on that line goes off, you got to switch it back and forth. Couldn't use the microwave and have an air conditioner on. This is unbelievable. I it mean, is. wow. To have a hot plate on in the microwave too. Can't wow. do both. So we have reached the hour plus. Wow. This is um sorry we started late, folks. I have the camera on you all first. Um gonna let our guests have uh closing remarks. Sure. Um I would pose this both to you all, this question, and you can speak into the camera. If you can actually speak to Greg Russ and Joe Biden, which is the president, right? And tell them, what do you want from them? What do you want them to do? You want, you, of course, you know, we know what the president, but you also, what would you say to Greg Russ? Because he's over NYCHA. He's the chair. Well, I so, want to be able to take my life and everyone else that's residents of life, of NYCHA's life, and I would want him to take our quality of life serious because I could speak for myself, you know, if, if I have the opportunity to just get up and go and, and financially stable to get up and go, mm-hmm. I would choose that. But because my options is limited, I don't deserve to have a less quality of life than right. someone else due to whatever their status or prestige is. Mm-hmm. Because I'm still human. I still breathe. That's we're, right. We're still threatened by this pandemic. You know, and I believe that I deserve a better quality of life as well as everyone that's around me, because if not, then we're just going to be a disease to each other. So please respect my quality of life. Please respect my neighbor's quality of life. Please respect New York City's quality of life, because if I'm living in poor conditions, so is my neighbors. They're going out in the streets and they're suffering and they're reaching out for help as well as me. And they're also making contact with all these different people, Mm. you know, and, and COVID is real. Yeah. So if our homes aren't comfortable to live in, we're outside. And that is not the safest place to be. So if you care about New York City, if you care about NYCHA and your tenants, you know, then please respect the quality of life that is deserved to us. I cannot ask for nothing else because I can make anything else happen. But someone having control of my quality of life is unfair. That's playing God. Mm. That's not fair. Powerful. Got the camera on you. 
Well, they said it all. It is what it is. Hopefully someone up there powerful who cares listening and influencing others who don't care, who has the power to change, to make them change. Let me be the mistake so you can get it right for somebody else and somebody else, but, but get it right for me too. Right. You know, right. made the mistake, I can be forgiven, but get it right now because I can't live like this. Yeah. So anybody, uh, but also Eric Adams, if you're watching anybody, any elected official, you know, you should be um, ashamed and embarrassed if you're not standing up and really coming to the aid of the people that vote for you. You know, yeah. people should not live like this. And I'm tired of elected officials who come around all the time, take the pictures, and then they're gone. <laughs> Photo and you don't see them no more. You know, some of them step up, but you should be going down to the manager's office, waiting at your residence on a regular basis, raising help. The minute you hear somebody in your, your, your district living like this, you should be on fire. Yeah, you know, yeah. to be down to our office, raising hell, and people should be getting fired and all of that. So when we contact you, whoever represents um, Natalie, we're going to expect you to be on your game and to really show up and show out. Or we're going to call you out by your name because we're going to find out who you are, all of you. And we're going to come back on this show mm. and we're going to talk about what you did what you or what do. you didn't do. And so if you didn't do anything, it's going to be told because this is not going to go away. We're not going to just let this happen. Yeah, um, this was a powerful show. Thank you, ladies. Uh, mother, daughter, right? Powerful. Um, so we're going to we have uh, Alika Samuels waiting to be the next New York, New Jersey Regional HUD director. So I would like to say to her, um, and she's over the housing committee, city council, uh, till she gets this position, don't forget about us. You know, don't forget about the people. Um, this family, this family story is unique, but it's not that unique because it's some people going through this and um, we deserve better. You know, black and brown people have suffered for centuries um, from police violence to everything else you can name. And now we're being, you know, from uh, the prison to school to prison pipeline to mass incarceration, and now even our living conditions. So when you think about this, uh, we deserve better. Uh, give us our reparations, right? Right. right? right. You know, so we're not getting reparations at the moment, but the least you could do is make sure that we're living in humane conditions. Uh, people complain. I was in a, a meeting, our, uh, what is it called? Resident Tenant Association meeting. A resident was saying how clean her apartment is, but she still has roaches. Why? Because of the infrastructure, because right. of the, 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 the water damage in the walls. You know, so it's not about one person's apartment being clean and one person is not. That clean person is suffering just like the person that, maybe not so tidy apartment, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not judging people, but at the end of the day, we shouldn't live like this. I don't, I don't, yeah. And I don't think um, none of these elected officials 
will want to live like this. Many years ago, they did come and stay in an apartment before Lynn Patton went and stayed in some apartments as the regional yeah, governor. Stay in yeah, 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 yeah. 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 come stay, stay in apartments stay now. Come right. see how, yeah, stay come. Stay in an apartment for a week. Come, yeah. Like stay in no elevator, no water. Mm-hmm. Come see how we live. Yeah, and they hear it and they know it. And, and I'll say this in the closing, um, as an elected official from ever, whatever um, title you hold, you should be ashamed of yourself knowing that you're an elected official and you have the right and the ability to see that we could live in better conditions and you're not advocating for us. Shame on you. So, and you know what? We watching, one night is watching, our viewership is watching. And at the end of the day, if you don't do us right, we're going to make sure we get you voted out, right? Right. And also, um, we should put them in touch with uh, Jemani's office, right? We know some people. Yeah. We're going to do some connections and we're going to see. And if you don't do nothing, we're going to let the folks know. Yeah. You know, so I'm, I'm dropping that name. Yeah. This email is going to Jemani's office. Okay. Yeah. And we'll see what, what they do. Yeah. All right. So we about to lift off one night to one people. Yeah. Let me get that. Let me get, let me get it. So it's both cameras up. So I'm not alone. One night to one people. One night to one people. What we do, one night to one people. Thank you for tuning in. See you next week at 4 p.m. Sorry, we're a little late. All right.